Welcome to the Be Free podcast. I'm your host, Susie McWilliam, anxiety expert, author and coach, community creator of the Sanctuary at Highlands and the beautiful, incredible online space Spirit and Soul membership. I'm a lover of all things self-development, spirituality and well-being. And through this podcast, I hope to inspire you, educate and encourage you to embrace such things as meditation and mindset, looking at our health, our well-being and happiness and calling in guest experts along the way to hear their own stories, their own struggles that they've overcome, the challenges they've faced and really to truly create conversations that empower, ignite and support you so that you too can live a life that feels aligned and joyful. I want to thank you for joining me on this journey and if you're enjoying this journey I would love if you could subscribe, rate the podcast and even leave a comment. I would love to hear what you think about the conversations that we're creating. I can't wait to connect with you on this journey to being free. Hello, hello. So I am so excited today to be having this conversation with Rosie Barron from the Tidy Coo. Um, And just to um, have this chat, take Rosie through some questions that I think we're all probably quite interested to find out. And um, I'm really, really blessed because the past, I don't know how many months, six months, maybe less, I've been working with Natalie from Rosie's team to declutter my own home, which has been the most incredible experience. And I'll chat a little bit about that as well. But Rosie, do you want to say a little hello, who you are? Tell us about that. Sure. So hi, I'm Rosie. Obviously, you said that like three times, so I don't know why I felt the need to repeat it, but I did. Um, I live in Aberdeenshire um, with my husband, our four home educated children, so they're always at home. Um, eight ponies, five dogs, three cats, two bunnies, poultry and fish. You mustn't forget the fish ever. Right. Um, and obviously, I'm not a minimalist. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I love that. And that's, yeah, you know, there is this like kind of confusion, isn't there, I guess, between living a life that is organized and working with a professional declutterer as opposed to living a minimalist life. Absolutely. Because uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not a minimalist in any way, shape or form, but I don't have anything in my home or my life that doesn't serve me, basically, I think is what it boils down to. Because um people think oh, I have to get rid of everything I'm like you really don't you just need to make sure you're choosing to be surrounded by the stuff that you really love um and it helps you you know practical stuff's good too yeah absolutely so how did you come into this path of is it something that you'd always done what was the path to becoming no, a professional no, definitely, not, definitely not something I've always done um sorry completely toast spoke over you I was so excited about what I had to say no, right? I'll keep going. I I'll keep... what you were saying <laughs> let me speak um, Um, so no so my uh, degree is actually in genetics um I studied genetics at university and then I um then I went and worked as a cytogeneticist so that's chromosome analysis um in the laboratories in Oxford um but looking down a microscope was just it's not me um it meant it was like eight hours a day in silence and 
I, I just, that wasn't working. That, that didn't work for me. Um, so then I left and I trained to become a primary school teacher. And then I spent the next few years teaching in primary schools. And then I met and married my husband and he uh, travels the world or traveled, traveled definitely a little bit of past tense there, but he traveled the world. And so I basically up, up sticks and followed him. And over the next, oh, 12 years, I think, I basically just followed him around the world and had babies and raised with the babies. And then we came back to Aberdeenshire. Oh, no, we didn't come back to Aberdeenshire. We came back to the UK and then moved to Aberdeenshire. Um, and I, I'd, I'd read... Marie Kondo's The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, which had completely changed my life, it has to be said, particularly with the frequent moves. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, and, um, and I was gonna say, my brain just went squirrel, and I looked out the window then, and I was like, right, back to what you were saying there, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to lose my track. Um, and I basically went to help my mum get ready to move, and I helped her declutter and organize, and I was like, well, this is really fun, isn't it? Um, and I thought, I wonder if you can do this as a job, wouldn't that be fun? Um, and so uh, completely as normal with me, I just landed on my feet. So I Googled like how to become a professional organizer. And Marie Kondo was running her first European seminar. And I bagged, I must have bagged like one of the last few spaces because it was like last minute and it was totally booked up. And somehow I managed to grab one of the last spaces. And that was in 2018. And so I did my training, I, yeah, I did my training, I did my practice, and I have a rest is history, kind of, but mm -hmm. no, I haven't always been a professional declutter. And um, the other thing here is, is that I, I'm not Marie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Marie is this lovely lady, she's amazing, she, she floats through life like I don't know like nothing can touch her I know that yeah it's like literally like this like little heavenly being when you walk and watch the Netflix just like glides <laughs> and it's like oh. I know and that's not me you know I'm more likely to fall over I'll walk in and I'll fall over it's a good <laughs> job I'm insured um and I I'm not a naturally organized person I'm not a naturally um you know at the age of 43 I'm currently uh pursuing um, an ADHD diagnosis so I always say to people look if I can do this anyone can do it and I can teach you how to do it basically but um yeah so anybody can get organized yeah I love that I think that it's so um well I found the experience so invaluable in that as you say it's that being organized separating I guess not just clutter but meaning create more meaning in your life so this is what I would love anyone who listens to this or watches this is just to be a bit more open-minded to the process and what it can actually gift you with because yeah yeah I think having the support as you go through that is such a big part of the process it you know it, it is so much because so I mean I, I almost I have two types of client really so I have one type of client who needs a lot of coaching to get through and that's that's great I, I love working with those clients as well and we're coaching and we're working and they're learning how to to choose choose positively what to keep in their lives and how to surround themselves with stuff they actually want um, and just let go of the of the stuff that's holding them back and then the other type of client I've got I like I sit there and I'm like what am I even doing here I'm like you totally got this you are on it and I'm hardly doing any sort of coaching and I'm like just I'm just sort of there and they're like yeah if you weren't here I've gone out and had a cup of coffee by now with my friends yeah. given it up I'd have left all this mess and I'm always uh, yeah is that sort of being there basically <laughs> sometimes there's almost like two different aspects of my of my job I love working with both types of client but um and obviously most people are a bit of a a bit of a mix of both but honestly I've been sat there on someone's bed before where they've been going 
yeah. and I'm like whoa what am I even doing here <laughs> but definitely yeah having that accountability and I guess it's the safety of like having somebody with you who kind of knows what they're doing yeah. as well um, yeah yeah so what would you say are the benefits of working with a professional declutterer or organizing in general so I always say it's a little bit like working with a PT with working with a, a personal trainer because mm-hmm. you know we all know how to get fit we all know what we should do we all know we're not doing enough we ought to get fit we ought to and we I used to work out with um, a PT in Australia and he was great and I used to have and the thing is is that he got me fit quicker than I would have got on my own um, yeah. and also in a more fun way I mean I used to really enjoy going we used to do quite a lot of boxing and I used to love it and it was really yeah. whereas you know trying to go out for a run on my own I'm like, mm. This is boring. Um, so it's the same sort of thing, basically. You know, a professional organizer has the, the strategies and the accountability. And, you know, I mean, I sometimes, I think I perhaps sometimes do myself down because sometimes I say, oh, it's just all about the accountability. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's about, we know, we know how to get the best out of you. We, we know how to organize the space. That once we've helped you to declutter, we know how to organize the space. We've got strategies in place. We're experienced. It's just... And we'll get you there just a lot faster than you'd have got on your own. And we'll make sure you get there as well. You know, the only we will be there and we'll we'll push you through when you sort of start to go, oh, I don't want to do this. We're like, come yeah. on, because we know we're we know we're on that like little bit. Sometimes it's that last hour. I just really feel like I'm really starting to I, I'm having to sort of push water uphill at that point. But it's great because often that last hour is when people really start to make the mass. I think it's just because they're bored and they want me to leave. Yes, get rid of it. I don't care. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yes, get rid of it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, as you say, I think um, there's, there's challenges in the process. And as you say, you know, that last hour, and it's the same with coaching people with anxiety as well you know it's that breaking through what you would normally do like oh well I'll just keep this because yes you know I've always done it basically that's what I've always done so it's um, there's a safety aspect to it as well Mm -hmm. I think that's the other thing and and this will be something that that you're very familiar with in but is the safety of of you know, I, I, people cry on me all the time. It's great. I don't mind. I don't mind if people cry. Um, I'm quite I'm quite comfortable with people crying. But, mm-hmm. you know, it is working through that. And people knowing that they are in a space where they're supported. And that yeah. they're just, there is, I mean, you'll know this from working with Natalie. And it's the same with, there is never any judgment. Mm-hmm. Nothing. No judgment from us. And the other thing I say to people is, why we would work with a, a professional rather than like with your friends and family we've got no awe in this. We, I mean, all we care about is that you are happy and that you've got what, what you want from this because, well, otherwise you won't get us back for a start. But, <laughs> you know, if you're not happy, you won't re-employ us. Um, but, you know, you, you, other friends and family will always have their own agenda with mm-hmm. it. Because we, we, we don't have anyone else's agenda. We just care about, about the client and, and how they're doing. So I think it's being in that safe space as well. And then that just allows you to let go of things and um, the questions and things we ask and just, you know, yeah. and sometimes the physical part of it. So there's some people we work with, um, uh, Natalie, uh, Natalie's been invited into somebody's home. She's starting with them next month. And this person's very ill and they have life limiting um, disorder. They just want to, they basically want to live the rest of their life in the best way that they can. Nothing's almost going in there to be another pair of hands because this person's just too tired to do it. So 
she's there to be a pair of hands as well as everything else mm-hmm. so sorry I think I witted on a bit there but I was just no, I'm actually- I love our conversations Rosie because like literally <laughs> we'll start on one thing and we will go go off but I think it's just a bit off yeah it's so good though and um what I would say as well is I love the fact that you know it and this must be a big part of your job and I've experienced this it must be so although you have these strategies in place it's so bespoke because everybody's lives and I love this because you do this like you know creating the vision which is oh I'm all about the vision and living intentionally so I love this but creating the vision of the life that you want to lead yes and And referring back to that yeah and referring back to it and questions such as you know I'll have people sort of saying oh I'm not sure about this and I'm like well, in your ideal life, how does it impact? How does it support that? How are you, how, when are you going to wear this? When are you going to wear that dress in your mm-hmm. ideal life? You know. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, and it is, it is so bespoke. I mean, um, I know we're going to touch on this later. Uh, and I, it's in, I have written a book basically about decluttering and organizing, but it's not, you know, as I say in the book, there's only so much I can put in this without it being an encyclopedia because yeah. everything is so, so much to the individual. And it's all about, person um and this is something I I get actually quite a lot is I get some people come to me go I'm really organized I'll be a really great professional organizer and I'm like okay right well (laughs) let's have a little think about this because you cannot go into somebody's home and um impose a strategy on them Mm -hmm. because it's not going to work for them what works for me won't necessarily work for someone else so every single strategy has to be bespoke so just because you are somebody who finds it easy to get organized doesn't mean you are going to be a good professional organizer they may well make they may well also be a great professional organizer I'm not saying that organized people don't make good professional organizers because they do absolutely but it's the it's the when people come in I think just with the idea that so do you know I've just noticed I've got like a pen stuck out the back of my head I'm gonna have to move that because I feel like I've got an antenna yeah, it's all about um, it's it's all about the person, and it's all about finding things that work specifically for that person, rather than imposing something mm-hmm. on their on their life. And just like last week, I was with someone, and someone dropped in for a coffee because I was with them all week, um, and they were like, "Oh, is she allowed to keep that?" I'm like, "She can keep whatever she wants. It's her house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to make her get rid of anything. I don't ninja roll in and." and <laughs> throw it all away <laughs> I, do, I do just you know um work with someone basically to help them make those decisions mm-hmm. and I love it because it is it's like a continual process like now that I have kind of been through the process I can imagine you could just go straight back to the start and do it again and go straight back to the start and do it again and you know even having Natalie in my home and she's like oh your living room's changed that's different that's cleaner <laughs> because you just then get into that frame of mind that yeah. you want to live more simply and I know many of us are craving that especially having spent so many hours within our homes that we want a place that you know you mentioned creating a bedroom that was a sanctuary that was before we actually started recording apologies Um, but you know creating that space at home and I know that's something you're passionate about just a home that you love and want to be in Absolutely. And the thing, uh, I mean, I, I do try to push people away from constantly redoing it. I'm a bit like, let's do it and let's get it done. But I definitely do. Does I refresh my home about twice, twice a year because mm-hmm. because we change and our priorities change. And what worked for us six months ago might not work for us then. It might, might not work for us now. And it's the same like 
I, at the moment, I'm living my dream life. I really am. This is the life I dreamed of with ponies in the back garden and lots of kids around and just dogs. I mean, I dreamed of having a pack of dogs. I now have a pack of dogs. Yeah. But that's not what I dream of forever. You know, my my dreams in the future uh, come more around having, um, you know, uh, to declutter further as my children grow older not mm-hmm. now I mean that right now it's perfect but as they get older you know I'm like I want to live in a horse box and drive around the countryside in a horse box I might have to have somewhere to stay too but you know three ponies two dogs in my mm-hmm. horse box my husband can come too um yeah. but like that's you know that's what I dream of in the future so in the future the stuff that I've got now is not going to support that future mm-hmm. dream so it is worth revisiting every for six months or go revisit your vision, check you're going where you want to go. Um, I forget who it was that said, uh, but people waste so much effort because they don't know where they're going. Yeah. You need to know where you're going. And if you know where you're going, then you can put your effort. Um, it was, it was probably, it, it might well have been this book or something about this essentialism by, by Greg McEwen. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite books. It's just all about, and he's written a new one called Effortless, but blah, blah. Stop talking about the people, Rosie. You had to talk about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely. If you know where you're going, that, and that's something I yeah. work a lot with my clients with, coaching clients, even meditation clients, just having this clarity of living intentionally, having the mm-hmm. awareness of, okay, well, where do I want to be? How do I want to, um, live my life so the book you mentioned the book earlier so I'm super excited to hear that you've recently written a book how did you find that experience tell us about the book so so I loved it actually it was really good fun um I the the book is called easy life a lazy person's guide to getting organized I didn't want to go down one of these sort of um like how to all I wanted the, the reason the title's like that is because I want people to understand that once you get organized, your life is easier. You know, it's not about, and, and I refer to myself as a lazy person. I know I have people say that I'm not, but essentially I am somebody who doesn't want to waste effort or energy doing stuff I don't enjoy. And that includes stuff like housework. I mean, I don't mind, funnily enough, I don't mind mucking the stables out. <laughs> I'm exactly the same. I've got a cleaner for my house, but yeah, give me a Exactly. I'm quite happy to be there but so it's basically all about making life easier and how you make your life easier and things like that so um I I based it on um an online so I'd written quite a lot of the stuff already when I did um 12 weeks to tidy which is uh, a set of online workshops I have been running gonna hopefully do a recorded set of those but that's another that's a subject for another day um and so I had quite a lot of the stuff I wanted so I basically did it I worked every morning before the kids got up for an hour or so and I just brought everything together and I just I just tried to bring in everything I mean obviously not everything I know because as I said before that would have been the size of an encyclopedia but just a really easy way of people so they can get organized it's got stuff on vision work it's got worksheets that you can work your way through and I'm really really excited about it and it should be Fingers crossed. <laughs> hopefully it'll be available next month. So hopefully when my masterclass goes out, it'll be available then. Um, mm-hmm. And if it's not soon after, but I mean, it should be available online at places like Waterstones and Borders, but also on Amazon and also through me, through my own website. So uh, if you want the latest news of, on it, then if you subscribe to my newsletter, just go on to like my the tidy coup, www.thetidycoup.com. Um, yeah. There's like all over there. There's things saying subscribe, subscribe. Um, and if you subscribe, uh, I, I'm not smart me about my subscriptions. I just I send out like a, a weekly 
wrap up and and I'm going to put my book news out on that so fabulous yeah I would say do go subscribe to Rosie's emails because they're really value full of value full of incredible ideas um and inspiration and yeah really really a great helpful tool and support so yeah I'm very excited about your book um and obviously you are going to be doing a master class within the spirit and soul membership as well which um myself and my members who are what you know they were the ones that requested like I love to do some decluttering and um obviously that your name came up um what can they expect from your master class so on the master class basically I'm going to work through your reasons to get organized um uh, because I think that's a really important thing because if you don't have a good reason to do it you're not going to do it basically and then I'm going to run through strategies that you can do to get decluttered and organized um, I mean the, the strategies that I use the golden rules uh, questions you can ask yourself and things like that and hopefully by the end of it people will be really inspired to get decluttered and organized that, that's what to expect really me talking yeah. sorry <laughs> love it love it it's all good like I literally could listen to you speak all day every day so it's all and I would speak all day every day (laughs) it's learning when to stop is the issue it's going to be making sure the masterclass isn't 20 days long it's going to be the issue love it love it love it that's so good so anybody who wants to experience Rosie's masterclass within the membership I am currently offering a seven-day free trial to the membership so you can sign up for that and I'll pop details of that below Um, and then you also have access to our full back catalogue of all the other incredible masterclasses and things as well so mentioned obviously you're going to kind of inspire people through your masterclass how what inspires you um you know, this is one of the, this was one of the things I actually found quite hard to, to think about um, because I, I guess pretty simple things inspire me. Spending time with my children, spending time in nature, spending time with my ponies. Um, that's what, uh, you know, it inspires me to live a simpler life so that I've got more time to do that. And that, um, you know, when I when I do find that I'm getting stressed uh, and I have been a bit stressed in the last year or so I think we all have haven't we I mean it's not it's not been a particularly easy ride for most people Um, you know just reminding myself to spend time with my horses I mean and that's just that sounds I just spend time with my ponies one lives for one ponies as uh, Princess Margaret said I think but you know it really is you know they they really do they're an enormous part of our lives and we just I think our whole time is sort of rotate revolves around these ponies Mm. and just whenever I feel really fed up I just think you know what I haven't spent enough time doing riding and then (laughs) then I go and ride and it gives me um yeah I spoke earlier about uh being um pursuing an ADHD diagnosis the riding gives me the dopamine fix that my brain needs to work Mm. properly basically so and as part of my job seeing happy people inspires me (laughs) happy people I love it Absolutely. So yeah, no, I think that's really interesting. And I know um, I, when I was really struggling with depression and anxiety years ago, my friend said that to me because I couldn't even go up and see my horse. Like I had really bad labyrinthitis and vertigo and I didn't have my horse at home at that point. And one of my friends at the time says, you just need to spend more time with the horses. And literally anytime I was there, I felt better. I was like, oh, I can walk. 
I don't feel so dizzy. This is really interesting. I would try and ride my horse with vertigo. It's never really a good idea, but you know. Um, so yeah, it's incredible, you know, just being in the environment of things that inspire you, how that can support you mentally. Um, so and what other ways- Animals. I was animals. gonna say, I think animals in particular, they just, there's something about being with animals. There's something about spending time with animals. And if you can't spend, if you don't have an animal yourself or something, I think there's, you know, there are places where you can go like cat cafes and things where mm-hmm. you can go and you can, you can be with animals, even if you don't own them yourself. And I think it's, I just think it's so important to, to spend time with, yeah. you know, animals basically. Makes yeah. you remember like what's simpler, you know, what's yeah. important. Absolutely. And my eldest daughter, she does like borrow my doggy. Um, down in Edinburgh and she looks after other people's dogs because she can't have her own dog and does dog walking and things even though she's still wor- like working and she's just finished studying and things but just to get that um, yeah, fix. fix and I actually recently read in a book which I thought was quite interesting that the reason there is there's just animals there's no ego with animals so they have no ulterior kind of just it. Yeah, yeah they just are you know just this loving yeah. loving loving creatures um so personally what other things do you do to support your own mental physical so I um one of the biggest things I make sure I do is I sleep so this sounds like really basic but I aim to have eight hours sleep every single night I mm-hmm. aim to go to bed at about 10 o'clock and I wake up at about six o'clock so I go to bed at the same sort of time I wake up at the same sort of time and I make sure that I get enough sleep because if I don't I'm horrible nobody wants to be around a tired Rosie you know I'm just like ah, stop it, go away. Yeah. Um, no one wants to do it. no one wants that so my husband's like why don't you go to bed darling and I'm like, um so and I know it's really basic but sleep is is just mm-hmm. so important exercising in the fresh air um again so uh, the, again the dogs are really useful for this because they want a daily walk so walking in the fresh air every day you're out in nature it helps um when I was decluttering with someone doing an intense week with them last week mm-hmm. and every day we would take the dog out for a walk because I said as much as she'd been doing a lot of close work a lot of stuff with papers and I said we need to get out we need to get used to your processing at a different speed so yeah. you're looking so your eyes are, are focusing much further away and I think that's really important to be able to get outside as much as you can and kind of in all weathers I am a bit of a, a fair weather rider and a fair weather walker but you know there's always a little bit of time you can run out and get some air and during that walk as well I take that time to talk to my husband usually mm-hmm. so that's our download more every morning we go out after breakfast and we talk to each other so we and that is and because we're next to each other and we're walking you know it's like either walk in silence or actually hold a conversation so mm-hmm. it's really good you know it prompts the conversations and I think things like that are so important basically it's yeah. that connection isn't it the connection especially with the person the personal people you live with mm-hmm. um if you live on your own then you know finding a, a connection with somebody else where you can you can walk and you can get that and I think that's that's really important um so yeah, sleep exercise emotional connection um and again the horses so I mean I don't do mindfulness or meditation my husband does and he finds it amazing so -hmm. that's not something that I would say that I specifically make time to do but I drive in silence often so I'll often have the the radio off and I use that time just to you know sit with myself I guess um and then the other time is when I'm riding again it's just that so it's, it's almost like the, the mindfulness and the meditation is built into my life yeah. in the time that I spend. So I don't specifically do it, although, as I say, Ian does it and, and he finds it absolutely brilliant. So I am totally up for it. I just haven't yet figured out how to. <laughs> how to yeah, but, you know, as you life. say, you're already doing it, you know, so 
Um, I know, as, as also you mentioned, you're kind of waiting to go through this ADHD um, diagnosis. And I know with my son has ADHD um, and Asperger's and, uh, you know, they are like, he is so mindful yes. and very but present in mindful. what he's doing. Like if being it's, mindful is so important. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry, I was again interrupting you because I was so excited about what I had to say. <laughs> but talking to, you know, the the that mindfulness for people with ADHD is an amazing, it's an amazing tool. If you have ADHD, then using mindfulness and things is such an amazing tool. So I think that's maybe, I am maybe when I'm driving, that's when I'm being mindful and, and just being mm. in the moment when I'm riding. So sorry to interrupt you again. I was just no, like, no, I think a lot of people think that they need to have a specific practice, you know, and I say that to a lot of clients because some people are like, oh, well, I can't meditate. I can't sit still, but that walk, you know, yes. in nature can be mindful if you're having that connection with your husband and it's just the two of you and you're not kind of, you know, your head's drifted off you there and everywhere if you're having that presence. And I know that you home educate your children. So, you know, that can be yeah. mindful as well. I know you sit yeah, together or, you, you know, <laughs> if you were focused in that moment or running or writing it, it, it is about finding those 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 times so I mean I read to my children over breakfast so mm. every morning at breakfast I sit down and I read we, we read just whatever novels I fancy basically and it's it just it's such a lovely start to the morning because rather than having them sitting at the table scrapping and fighting over the cereals and you because I mean everyone does this right it's not just yeah. like so but you know and, and then dawdling or you, you know they sit and they listen to a story. It's really peaceful. And then I feel as well like read to the children, tick. So, yeah. you know, so I feel like I've done that because in the evenings, my, my energy in the evenings is really, really low. I am not a night owl. I'm not really a lark either. Some form of exhausted pigeon, I think is the phrase, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I know that in the evening, I read it, but I know that I've read to them in the morning. So we're all good. I've done my reading already. Tick that one off. Um, and decluttering, the other thing I wanted to say actually is decluttering my schedule. Um, yeah. I'm, I just, it's really important to, uh, and this I think rolls on from decluttering your home, you go on to decluttering your schedule and you just, you need to learn to say no to things, you know, when people are just, people always want more time than you've got. And you need to, and again, this is a, a part of the essentialism book as well. It's about finding the things that, that, you know, that, that you have, that you need to do, that you want to do as well and yeah. making time for them. So I talk about it in my book. Yeah. amazing I can't wait to read that and uh, you know I've just finished creating all the content for the spirit and soul membership this month and or next month sorry for November and um it's called simplify and it's exactly that you know yes let's simplify our external environment but also our internal environment so that you can think more clearly and you know you're yeah reviewing your schedule what where in your life can you simplify things just so that you can and, and put in the most important things, put in the most important things in your schedule first. Mm -hmm. You know, making sure that you've got that time to walk the dogs with your husband and talk and that you're making, you're creating time to make those connections because that's what mental health is all about, isn't it? It's about making those connections with other people and feeling mm -hmm. connected and supported. And um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So if people want to connect with you, obviously they can... Um, connect with you in the masterclass. I'll be, we'll be sharing all your links. Is there a preferred way that you prefer people to connect with you, work with you? Not really. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. 
I'm on YouTube, but I'm not very good on YouTube. I'm on TikTok. I'm even worse on TikTok. Oh, <laughs> I did not know you were on TikTok. I'm not on no, TikTok. I'm still not there yet. I, I am I am so abysmally bad at remembering to put stuff on TikTok. I just, uh, you know, it, it, it's way down my list of things that are really important. But occasionally yeah. if I do something fun and it's only a short one, I whack it on TikTok, it works. Um, I'm on LinkedIn as well uh, because a lot of the work I do is with uh, professional businesswomen or professional women who a lot of them have small children or children generally in because we all know how uh, what an impact that has on our lives basically so uh but yeah the tidy coup i'm the tidy coup on everything except linkedin when i'm rosie baron rosie baron something something i forget i forget what number rosie baron i am on there but i'm rosie baron find me i'm easy (laughs) brilliant and is there anything else you want to add for anyone any little nuggets just getting organized is it's not about being insta-worthy or Pinterest perfect. It's just about living your best life, basically. It's about living a life that supports you and allows you to move on. And it's not about external validation from other people. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> oh, love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and time today. And I can't wait for oh, everyone to have a listen, have a watch and also experience your book when it comes. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, we shall catch up very, very soon. And I'll well, share all of Rosie's links, how to connect with her, go sign up to her email list. And yeah, I can't wait to see where this journey takes us. Fabulous. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please subscribe, review and comment. And this will help us spread our message further. If you want to take your own development further, then why not connect with myself and other incredible like-minded individuals in our Spirit and Soul membership, an incredible community space filled with community connection and support as you travel and navigate through this pathway through life with live meditations, Reiki healing, guest experts, journaling sessions, breathwork, and different themes monthly. It's all things meditation, mindset, health, well-being, and happiness. It's the perfect way to support you in living a life that feels happy and meaningful. So head on over to www.spiritandsoul.me for a seven-day free trial. I can't wait to see you there.